Yeah. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Matt. I'm really excited to interview you today. Yeah. And I know this has been a project you've been working. We've talked a little bit, but I actually saw this for the first time Saturday a few days ago, and it was really special for Angie and I. We were missionaries with World Impact for 17 years, and for 17 years, our heart was really, um, we had this phrase, empowering the urban poor, and just carried this great belief that the most broken um, could change Mm. their lives. Mm -hmm. And so as we watched the movie, yeah, Angie and I were in tears at different times and we're stirred and we'll talk about that. Maybe yep. our experiences want to ask you some questions, but just say, well done, Jordan. Thank you. Yeah, it was Thank fun. You. And yeah. so we'll, we'll talk about that. But yeah, just even, um, I'd love to hear, yeah, tell me, how did you even get into creating films? And mm-hmm. was that something you grew up with, this desire to shoot, you know, movies, films? Yep. How did that even start? Yeah, I, th- I feel like... Um, I've wanted to make movies since I was about as young as I can remember. Um, I think one of the things that really motivated and inspired it, honestly, was, uh, uh, I, I guess I can go back as far back as like when I was six years old. And I think for school, my mom had me write like this, this story okay. for like a project. And I just kind of went and ran with it. And it, it was a story about a little mouse who had a paper airplane and a family of mice. And they ran away from a cat and this whole, this whole drama. I remember when I wrote that story, like my mom and everybody's just like impressed with it. Either they were really, or maybe they're just faking yeah, it. Yeah, they might have just liked you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably a mixture. <laughs> but it just, just to tell a story and have people respond emotionally to it is just like, yeah, I just felt like I was made to do that. And so as I got older, I, I uh, another thing that really I feel like inspired it was just uh, soundtracks, like movie music. Okay. Like I started listening to star wars soundtracks yeah. and, and stuff like that and and just the music would like inspire ideas for stories and like um i just wanted yeah i just about as young as i can remember i just wanted to tell stories i wanted to make movies and and so when i started really following jesus um that desire didn't go away i just felt like it shifted the direction where i i just began to see how powerful of an instrument movies can be to proclaim the truth about who God is, to make yeah. the beauty of who he is, like more, movies are just, ha- they have a unique ability yeah. to bring people into a connection with things emotionally. And so, yeah, I, I just feel like God kind of showed me like, man, this can be used, movies can be used to like bring people into a, a, a revelation and experience of who God is, to see things more clearly. Um, yeah, to, to do a lot more than me just I can I could sit here and tell somebody about who God is, how good He is, how great He is, but with a movie you can t- you can take somebody through a story and you can kind of let them see on their own without trying to force it yeah. into them. Uh, so I kind of see movies, I guess, as like a uh, a sermon almost. Yeah. is kind of the way I look at it. So yeah, so let's jump in. You want to yeah. talk about metamorphosis? And yeah. You uh, even hearing you describe that's definitely what happens. So. Um, so tell me, just where did this idea of of metamorphosis, that even story, how did how did that even start with you? Yeah, so I think it was 2015 or 26. I can't remember exactly, but John Smith, who's in the movie, came to El Dorado, uh, the the church service we were we were going to New Life Equip in El Dorado. So he came about three days after he got released from prison, um, uh, and so he shared his testimony, and that was the first time I had ever seen John. Um, and so I was sitting, sitting in the, uh, listening to that, that day, listening to him share the testimony. And, 
and yeah, it just, it just kind of stirred up that movie, the storytelling desire in me. It's like, man, I want to tell this story. And I think what initially the motivation was to, I guess, kind of put on display like God's power to transform people, yeah. to take somebody who's absolutely dead and like, and just like crime, somebody you don't want to be, yes. be around, you don't want your kids around to like this safe, healthy, yes. good, wholesome person. So metamorphosis, you know, that that's kind of where that birthed out. And that was a big theme for John and, and his walk with the Lord is metamorphosis, the ability of God to transform, not just somebody on the outside, but on the inside. And so, so, um, so to p- make a long story short, eventually we met Bill. Um, I met Bill, Bill was a good friend of John. Bill had a similar dark, uh, s- s- past dark story. And, um, and so I, we kind of decided that um, we wanted the movie, if it was, you know, we're going to tell the story about John's testimony and Bill's testimony, we wanted it to be about Jesus, not about yes. John and Bill. And so we thought a good way to do that was to bring both of those stories together. And then eventually through different circumstances, it turned out that Bill's story actually became the more prominent story yeah. in the film. It became primarily about Bill's story. And John's story was in there more to serve yes. Bill's story and, and, and how his what his testimony was. And so So was the name Metamorphosis always from the beginning? That was the name? That was a word you guys had used actually? Yeah. I mean that was pretty much from the moment me and John started talking about making the movie and, and uh yeah, meta- again, Metamorphosis was such a big theme for John that uh yeah, it was just is just kind of is there a, a Bible verse that you think when you think of that? Obviously, that's a theme throughout yeah. scriptures, but was there a verse or a story that even kind of thought about this, that word metamorphosis? Yeah, so Romans 12, I think Romans 12, 1. Yes. Uh, so don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Right. And so that word transformed in the Greek is the word metamorpho. And you hear John yes. explain this in the movie. So it's metamorpho, and that's where we get the word metamorphosis, which is the transformation of a caterpillar turning into a completely different creature, really, becoming a butterfly. Yeah. And so, yeah, so, yeah, that all along is kind of like a no-brainer that that, that title just really uh, made sense to to be, to kind of sum up what, what this story was going to yeah. be about, how Jesus takes caterpillars and turns them yes. into butterflies. Yeah, before we get into maybe the, the film itself, let me just ask you a couple details. So mm-hmm. when did you actually start filming? Uh, we started, the first thing we filmed was the interviews. We filmed both John and Bill's interviews in January of 2018. <clears throat> so uh, about two years ago. Um, and so both interviews took about two hours, very long interviews. And so, um, yeah, that was the first thing we, we, we filmed. And then you started doing some of the acting scenes um, in 2018 as well, or was that yep. this year when you Mo- did that? So, yeah, when I, when I started, I got the interviews. I after we filmed those, I, I sat down and and took uh, a month or so uh, to kind of put together like the basic skeleton, I guess, of what the stories would be. I got John's whole story out. I got Bill's whole story out, and and. Uh, and I realized pretty early on as I was putting Bill's together that I wanted like a, a younger okay. version of Bill to to play him and to reenact scenes from his childhood. And so um, it just so happened that there was a, um, a family who lived in the, the small town I was in. Um, 
she had a uh, next door was a pizza shop, and so yes. uh, Rhea was her name Holes, and she had a son who was about twelve, okay. I, I think, probably when we started filming, named Anthony. And so they came over one night. I think we were having a house church or something, and uh, and I saw Anthony. I, I was in the process of thinking through who could I get to play him, and I, I don't know what it's going to be like to work with a, a child actor, right? And so I was looking at him, and I was just like, man, like I could, he kind of. I could see him being, you know, a younger yeah. Bill. And so I think if you if you look at them side by side, they have some some similarities and it's believable enough to to where it's like he could yeah. he could be a young version of Bill. So. so that's kind of fun how the Lord led even yeah. somebody near you and Yeah, it felt like it was yeah, more than just a coincidence or, or you know, it felt like there was purpose in in him doing it and yeah. So, what was yeah. that like working with young Bill or, or Anthony? Was that we were talking a little bit about that? Yeah. But he he seemed pretty natural, didn't he? As he did it. Yeah. Did you feel like he was? Yeah. yeah. Did you want to, I want to hear your perspective from. Yeah. I mean, as you as you guys watch it, um, as people do, it was. Yeah. I think he did a great job. But he seemed very natural at it. And maybe one of the things that that we talked about, one of the themes I noticed as I'm watching the film. There's these scenes in the beginning, and you created a lot of tension in the movie. I don't know if that's it's the music, it's the scenes. And I think Anthony, yeah, young Bill, yeah, his acting right away, I, I just found lots of discomfort yeah. in my heart. And yeah. again, I don't know how other people see that, but I kept thinking, what's going to happen here? And I yes. felt like Bill, or young Bill, his expressions, yeah, it was he did great at yeah. it. Yeah, 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 I agree. Um with Anthony, um, yeah, it's interesting because he's not an actor. He's never, I don't think he's probably ever acted. Maybe like little school plays or something. I don't even know if he's done that. But um, the thing with Anthony is like he's goofy and, and like any teenage boy. And so goofy and just act like a teenager when the cameras weren't rolling and making jokes and and messing around and like moving out of his position that he's supposed to be in. <laughs> and so that's like, that's just to be expected. But the thing about him that I was so shocked with, honestly, was like when I would say um, action, like he went from goofy teenager to like suddenly he was just in the moment. With a normal kid, I feel like if I say, hey, um, in this scene, you're going to pick up a, a glass and you're going to take a drink. It'd be like, It'd just be, like you're saying, be unnatural. Yeah. They'd just like, oh, grab the cup and take a drink. But with Anthony, it was like he'd hear that and he'd, he'd like take it in and he would, as we're rolling, you know, he'd kind of in his own time. He'd stay in character, just really natural. He'd pick up the cup, take a drink. It's just natural, I think is the word. Yeah, yeah. well, you want to jump into the actual film and yeah. kind of walk through some of it. Um, so, yeah, maybe, yeah, what would you hope that, someone's going to experience throughout? What are some of the emotions? I mean, as you spent time thinking about it, dreaming, praying about this, what were you wanting someone to experience as they watched this for the first time? Yeah. Um, man, like the, the main thing I want to get across in this that, that gripped me from the beginning, the, the day we did the interviews with Bill and he started talking about how he he felt he was convinced that he had sinned too much. That yes. he felt convinced that he had sold his soul to the devil, and it's like a one and done thing. Like he, he, it was too late. There was no chance of salvation. He had sinned too much. He had gone too far. He he, he had sinned for too long. Uh, the and the, the 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 type of sin that he was in. You know, he just felt like there was no hope for him. That God had no forgiveness for him. 
um, that that really was what drove my uh, I guess what I was most passionate about in this yeah. movie to get across is that is is what the gospel really is the power of the gospel that Jesus has gone deeper into the deepest pit and so as deep as we can go in sin Jesus has gone deeper to to take that for us and and um, and then he's gone as high up in victory as he can possibly go I think it's um, in Ephesians where it says he is the one who has descended and the one who has ascended into the heavens, something like that. But um, yeah, I, I guess just kind of dealing with those elements of the unforgivable sin. Um, if you, you know, I've done this recently, I'll get on YouTube and I'll start, I'll type in the words to try to get good yeah. tags for videos. I'll type in the words, will God? Yes. And some of the first things that pop up is, will God forgive me? Wow. Will God save me? Will God love me even though I keep sinning? Will God forgive me for repetitive sin? You know, it's like this, this fear that comes into fallen, broken men, uh, human beings who are separated from God is like when we fail, when we struggle is, have I gone too far? Have I done too much? Is there still, is there still hope for me? And so, so all that to say, what I really hope this gets across in, in this movie, what I hope people get is that there's no, there, the power of the gospel yeah. is stronger than any sin. Um, and I think John says it exactly in, in the last sermon that uh, infinite chances with God. The only time you run out yeah. of chances with God is when you stop taking them. And yeah. so the gospel is so powerful. It's so all-inclusive that the only people it's it's not powerful enough to reach is those who just refuse it who don't yep. who don't take the free gift and so there's no sin too too much no pit too yep. deep that's kind of i'd say the main thing that i wanted to get across yeah so that's interesting what you want us um just this power of the gospel because you convey that well because here's young bill you know 12 or 13 years old he's been picked on you know you're you're set, again setting up the tension first it's just a lot's happened to him, right? And you're kind of drawn into his story in the beginning. You're feeling bad for him. But then there was a clear switch. Mm-hmm. And it was like this switch, remember this bullying? And he remembers like, no, I'm not going to take this anymore. And it was this switch of anger. And he actually felt this encounter with, with the presence of evil and felt like, yeah, I, I probably know you're alive, God. But I am. It was um, a choice yeah. going to yep. be evil, and so this to convey because there's a tension because we know the end of the story. This is a story of metamorphosis, and yet there was that tension throughout. Like, how yeah. does this guy find the Lord? And so you captured that well from the beginning, mm-hmm. and so I, I look forward to how people will respond yeah. to that. Yeah, definitely. Like the first half of the movie, I wanted the audience just to f- to get into where Bill was to yeah. feel the darkness. I didn't want to just kind of glaze over like, uh, yeah, he had it rough, he had it bad, and he was, you know, drug addictions and kind of get through that fast and just try to get to the redemption story. I want to kind of linger in, yeah. in, in some of the dark spots of his life because I feel like you have to kind of feel that the weight yes. of the darkness if you're going to really feel the weight of Jesus' salvation and know uh, how how good that is, you know, how how powerful it is. If, if, you, if you kind of glaze over the... Uh, the dark parts of the story, the dark parts of reality, then the the weight of what it means that Jesus is the light. You know, yes. that Jesus was Bill's light, the light of the world who who gives light to all men. Yeah. You know, that won't be as powerful unless first the, you really feel the, the weight of the darkness. And so, yeah, that was one of the, the 
one thing I really wanted to get across. I wanted people to feel uh, the weight of it and to to really be engaged with where Bill was and how deep it was, how how hopeless it was. Yeah, and so even a, a way you did that, talk about you had actual real footage of Bill. So how did you get that footage and how did you decide to use some of these scenes to show, yeah. show Bill drinking, showing some pretty dark places yeah. and it actually was like, this isn't just an actor and I'm not watching Bill now. Like I'm seeing him with long hair and yeah. I kind of felt that. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of, when you watch those tapes, because there are, there's several clips that are, are real, it's real footage of Bill. We were able to get a hold of those tapes and then kind of put some of those real moments, interject those in the midst of, uh, of Bill's story. And so one of those tapes has some like glitchy stuff going on. Yes. Like before it cuts into Bill drinking, there's glitches. And so I actually kind of grabbed onto that and kind of used that all throughout the movie. And, and the thought there was just to kind of convey the, the craziness, the chaos, the, the, uh, the disorder and the, the, yeah. just the lack of peace that was going on in Bill's life. And so it's really, you know, just glitchy moments that kind of transition between different scenes and stuff like yeah. that. And it definitely conveys that, right? It's, yeah. He has, you watch through that, those, yeah, it's glitchy. It's like something's not right here. This mm. is hard. This is yeah. even, I'm uncomfortable. The, it's uncomfortable. It's yeah. confusing. Yeah, it's, confusing. What, what's yeah. going on here? Why yeah. does that keep coming? I think that all added to yeah. the movie. And the other word you said was lingering. You know, Angie and I were talking about it, and and there were parts I kept thinking, yeah, let's hurry this part up. Mm -hmm. That's what I felt. Hmm. Like this is not slow, as in, mm -hmm. but it was. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, uncomfortable. And yeah. just come on, let's get over yes. the hard parts. And you actually are doing that on purpose. Yeah, aren't you? a lot of that was on purpose. When we were first doing the interviews, I I was feeling those same things, like yep. hearing John and Bill's stories, and. Um, it was just so dark and like, this is not, man, I don't want to think about this stuff. I don't, I don't, do I even want to tell this story? You know, right. those kind of thoughts like, is it, what are we, this is just dark. But then when you finally get to the redemption point, it's like, oh, like that was uncomfortable. But man, that knowing those things and feeling those things makes it so much more powerful now to, to see just how beautiful it is that Jesus yeah. saves even these people even these people who have experienced these things. And yeah, so I can think of, you know, there's maybe many different people are watching this. Somebody that's grown up in the church that, you know, I don't know that the gospel, you hate, hate the word over familiar, but at times it's like, well, you just, yes. we've how many Easter's we go through and, and then seeing like, no, this is true. Whether I was fooling it, that is my sin, right? But then I also wonder for somebody else that is feeling this way, they're maybe not saved or they're, trying to still actually wrap their minds mm -hmm. around that Jesus actually forgives them. And yep. so I could see this being used in a lot yeah. of different ways, that understanding again of where I've been. That's good. And yeah, that's what I hope. And, and some people who have watched it have conveyed that it does communicate this, which has been very encouraging. What I wanted and hope that the film conveys is just a, a message about Jesus that isn't something that feels like it's kind of being forced in your face. Um, yeah. And I think if you, I've, I've watched through the movie and realized, I don't think the name Jesus is said until probably about okay. 45 minutes in where, G, where Bill finally says Jesus. Um, and so that's not because I don't want God in it, but I, I want you to, again, <laughs> I want people to, to, I don't want it to be forced in your face. Like this is just a, you know, a cheesy Christian yeah. guy trying to make a movie and he doesn't get what reality yeah. is like. He doesn't get what life is like, what darkness is yeah. like. Um, so, so yeah, there's, there's an element of that where 
um, when you hear about God in yeah. the first 45 minutes, it's not in a positive light. Right. It's not like, you know, these, you know, ooey gooey feelings yeah. about God. It's like terrifying, like, which I think most people could relate to that. But let's talk about something though. You actually, you say Jesus wasn't mentioned, but he was in the beginning of the film, wasn't yes. he? Yep. And so that was pretty um, special. I assumed I'm watching it for the first time. I'm like, yeah, I think that is Jesus, yeah. but you don't know. Right. Is exactly, all I'm yeah. watching is this guy with a white robe and was it, I can't remember, was it just waist down? And yeah, it's like you're seeing his feet at And first. so I wonder if someone doesn't know the Lord, what would they think of that? Yeah. I think if, you, you, if yeah. you've seen him in scenes. You, yeah, but and that's that, it. Yeah, that's interesting because again, I think like in all of our dark, in our lives, that's, I think that's a lot of how it works. Like God is there. He's in our darkness. He's yes. in the worst moments. Right. And we don't always know, like we don't, he's doing things and he's merciful yeah. and he's gracious and he's putting things in our way and in our lives to say, I'm here. I'm with you. I love I'm you. I'm always here. Yeah. But we don't always know that. Like yeah. in our sins, sin kind of, it, it twists our thinking about who yeah. God is. And so, so that again, yeah, that's kind of the idea is like Jesus isn't mentioned necessarily, like yeah. but you he he is. He's at the beginning. And so the thought behind that was just to kind of convey that he is there. Like he he's not like off in the distance away, like right. unaware of what we're going through and unaware of the the difficulty of it and yeah. the, the pain emotionally and mentally and physically, you know. He he's he's there. He knows it. He's there from the beginning to the end. And he he's um He's not unaware of it. Right. He's with us in it. And so we don't always recognize that. We don't always know that in those moments, but that doesn't change the fact that he's there. And, and I, so I'm thinking of Psalm 139. Yeah. Right? Wherever I could go to leave your presence. Yeah, that's good. And yeah. so I may think I'm completely in the darkest places. Mm -hmm. And it is hard to wrap your mind. How is the presence of God there? But His, he is yeah. there watching. Yes. And yeah, he's sustaining things by the, his word. And so... He is everywhere. And mm -hmm. so just, yeah, you captured that well, mm -hmm. that these feet, he's on this path. He's in the woods with, with young Bill. He's even older, Bill was wandering. Mm -hmm. And yet different times there was Jesus. Yep. Yeah. The forest and the trees kind of represent where young Bill's pain was, like, yes. like his pain, like his worst moments, his darkest moments. It kind of represents like his his even like his place of solace where he would go to try to find relief and and so so yeah that was kind of the the thought process is that the whole time when you see jesus he's there he's in the woods he's not somewhere else yeah. he, he's actually walking in the same place that bill is throughout his whole life in his darkest deepest moments um that's where jesus was um, he wasn't waiting for Bill to figure right. out how to get out of the woods. Right. He was actually there. He was actually there saying, I, it, just look to me, you know, and I, I'm going to help you get out of this place. You yeah. don't have to figure out how to do it on your own. I'm going to do it for you. Yeah. So it's powerful. Yeah. I mean, as, as you're talking about the woods, I'm also thinking in the scriptures, it's the same word as the wilderness, right? Mm -hmm. So for Bill, it was woods. It was away from life. But in scripture, it's it's the, the the this motif of the wilderness is always there. The wilderness is often seen as evil. When Jesus was tempted, it was wild animals were there. Yes. We think of Israel in the wilderness, and yet it's also in the wilderness where the Lord was meeting. You know, Jesus was yep. tempted, and yet was then came yep. through that time Israel. And so it seems like hmm. yeah, most people we don't want to go through the wilderness. Yep. We don't want to go through hard times, and yet when we're yeah, Bill went to those hard times. It was a refuge, but it was 
Yeah, it was a real wilderness. It was a really yep. hard time of yep. pain. Sometimes God leads us through those times, even as believers, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. And so I wonder even if, if, if a believer is watching this, they're in a hard time right now. Yeah. Um, they may find some encouragement that the Lord's steps is even with you in your pain and brokenness. Exactly. Do you see how that would touch somebody even? Definitely. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. And, and Deuteronomy, I think it's Deuteronomy 7 or 8 uh, or somewhere in there where he says, he talks about the wilderness. He says, I led you all these years. And and this is where we get the words that Jesus spoke in the wilderness that he did this, God says, I did this to you as my children to teach you that man does not live by bread alone, by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And so in that, if you get what he's saying, he's saying basically like, I'm trying to teach you that this isn't about how strong you are. It's not about what you have to bring to the table. It's not about how righteous you are, how good you've been or will be. This is about me and me trying to teach you through hard wilderness seasons that, yes. that I don't, wait a minute, I don't have to be good enough. I just have to take the bread, yeah. which is God's word, what he says, yeah. his promises, his, his truth about who he is, his goodness, his faithfulness, his love. We can learn through these wilderness yes. seasons to actually live by that. And that's what Paul actually gets at in 2 Corinthians 1, where he talks about his wilderness, where he was... Paul was in this hard season, and he says he was despairing of life itself. Right. But he, he, he learned, and what he acknowledged by, by some revelation from the Spirit, he says, this happened to, to me, to us. Yeah. We got to this desperate place. God did this. He allowed this, however you want to say that, so that we would learn not to rely on ourselves, yeah. but to rely on God who raises the dead. And so, yeah, I think... Um, I hope that that's, yeah, that's another hope in this is that even believers who are not where right. Bill's at or have ever been where Bill's at, but are just walking with God. Feel that pain, season, that brokenness. They feel the pain. They feel it. And or even rejected by God. Rejected, yeah. And they're in that place where they're like, man, like there's a season where I felt like I was a really yep. good Christian. I was on fire. Yeah. I was walking. And now I just feel right. bad. Like I feel like I'm struggling. I, I've, I can, I'm stumbling, you know, I've. I've fallen in the past yeah. and I'm falling today. And like, what does God think about me now? And and so this message is for those people too. It's for yeah, everyone. It's, it's really like, powerful. Yeah, the gospel isn't just for yes. Bill. It's for anyone who will just keep looking to God and saying, this is about you and your grace and your goodness. It's not about how good I've been or how well I'm right. doing today. This is Jesus's righteousness and not mine. Well, so then a powerful part of that movie in the, in the transition then is... You know, you think when we are apart from Christ, when we when we haven't that first time, we really are enemies. Mm-hmm. We're enemies of God, and yet not enemies that the God wants it out for us. It's we're in rebellion, and so here's Bill. He's chosen the enemy, and he's in sin. And every right could have at any point gone to prison. Something could have happened really bad. Yep. Right, and he it's this night, and yeah, he he puts his. It puts everything in the car. It, it's you guys film that well. It's yeah. drugs, and he's like, "Why is he doing? It? He's barefoot. He's on this bike, and yeah, the Lord could have had him all that, and a different mm-hmm. path could have been in prison. Yep. Um, but it wasn't the path. It wasn't. Yep. There was the mercy of God it's even in that moment. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's the mercy. That's exactly what I was saying. It's the mercy of God that you see there is. Bill in his worst moments, even after praying, you know, he had prayed two weeks before that yes. God would help him, but then it's kind of just like, just kill me, but like, I'm done. And so, and then Bill, it's not like Bill went out and fixed all his problems and and got rid of his sin. He actually just went back right into it after that prayer. But I think God was merciful enough that he said, that's, that's what I'm looking for, Bill. I'm looking for you to get to that 
He says, humble yourself yeah. before the Lord. He doesn't say, clean yourself up, yeah. become righteous before the Lord, and then he'll exalt. He says, yeah. humble yourself. Just yeah. get on your knees, like build it and say, I can't, I have nothing. I'm, no. I'm done. I'm miserable. I'm desperate. And God says, I'm going to help you. You know, yeah. I'm going to help not because you're yeah. good enough or you're, you're, you deserve it. I'm yeah. just going to help you because of who I am. Yeah. And I, yeah. I that think was that's powerful. a good way that you said that. Yeah. So did Bill talk any more? I'm just curious about what that detox. Does he have memories of those first 45 does, yeah. days? So what was and that like? It was, yeah, it was bad. He says it was a very bad experience. He was delusional. And I think he was punching, punching walls in the cell. And that was something I, I had tried. I contacted the, the jail that he was in and tried to get the surveillance footage of him in, in the cell and, and, they said that they didn't have it. I think they just probably yeah, didn't sure. want to give it to me because it probably wanted to look yeah, good to see how he was. Because I know he was hurting himself, and and yeah, he didn't know where he was, and so, so was he was thirty five or thirty six. And if he started drugs, thirteen, fourteen, yeah. fifteen. Is it fair to say? I mean, does he remember days where he didn't get drunk or higher? Or is it? Say, yeah, most of twenty years. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. He, I think he would probably say there. I don't know if there was a single day that he wasn't on, on something. something. And so here he is at age 35 or 36. I mean, just physically, his brain was detoxing. Mm -hmm. All that pain, I mean, he's, he's being stripped. So there was another wilderness, wasn't exactly, it, for yeah, him? Exactly, yeah. It wasn't like a, like a lot of times we think salvation is going to look like, you know, right. like this clean. It's pretty. pretty it's gorgeous. It's gore yeah. It's like something to put yeah. on display. It's like there's without problems. It's just right. like it's messy. It was messy how it, how it happened. And it's been, you talk to Bill, it's been messy up to this day. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so that we don't want to glorify the messiness right. and say like, that's good. Like go out and okay. be messy. It's, it's, okay. it's like, we don't want that. We're, we're striving yeah. against messiness, but there should be comfort in knowing that, yes, even after, even after we yeah. cry out to the Lord and he comes and intervenes and saves us, like there's still messiness yeah. and there's still struggle. Um, and that's just, yeah. that's just reality. Yeah. And so then he talked about the, I'd like to hear some of the mirror and the glasses. You know, we, that's definitely a theme throughout Bill breaking the glass. I'd love to hear, if, did he really do that? <laughs> yep. So, so yeah, the mirror kind of is just representative of Bill's, again, his pain and what was going on inside of him, like the deep pain and wounding, I guess, that was inside of him that, that he hated himself and he, he felt he was weak. He felt he wasn't strong enough. And so the mirror just kind of represents that kind of as a visual picture of that. Yeah. And so then you use that scene though later in, in, the, in the movie, I'd love to talk about this, this word redemption right? Mm -hmm. It's redemption reversal. Hmm. So you want to talk about how you brought that theme out using the mirror. So yeah, young Bill is in the woods. Jesus reaches out his hand to help him, to help him up, to offer salvation basically. Right. And so the moment where Bill takes his hand, um, immediately, like I start to, I play different moments from the movie in reverse. I reverse them. And, and so it's just kind of a simple way to show what, what happens when we when we simply receive Jesus yes. and take his hand, that that we don't have to do the hard work and the heavy lifting right. of undoing all the bad that we've done and and fixing it. Right. He actually does that in a moment. He he because of what he's done, because of who he is, he takes that all away. Yeah. And it's it's kind of just the idea that as far as the east is from the west, yes. 
so far does he remove our sins right. from us? Psalm 139. Is, oh, yeah. Hey, I think so. Bringing that back there. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that is powerful. And then, and then the last, I don't remember, 10 or 15 minutes is showing him in community and actually showing the transformation process a mm-hmm. little bit and how Bill, he's in house church, he's with his daughter, he's he's going back to Parsons, there's just some, some renewal. Was yeah. that real intentional to do kind of the last part of the film yeah. that way? Yeah, that was, that was just fun. I think a fun aspect. I think it was just, you see most of the movie is just reenactment of the dark stuff, but then you get to see like, I just kind of went around to different things and filmed, you know, real stuff that Bill was doing. Right. And so like the house church, that wasn't yeah. staged, you know. Right, that was real. It was just, I just asked Jonathan, hey, yeah. uh, I'd like to just come and film what Bill's doing. And so, yeah, Bill was just uh, faithfully going and being a part and, and just kind of humbly putting himself in these vulnerable atmospheres that were just completely foreign to him. Um, you know, going and sitting in house churches and talking about his struggles and, and getting prayed for and but but those that house church and those settings and and you see Ryan Ryan Vandenberg who his name's not even mentioned but uh, he's the the guy that Bill works with and works for um, and uh, he he was just so instrumental so huge I think in, in helping Bill and discipling Bill and yep. encouraging Bill and so Bill still you know for yep. however many years has been working with with right. uh, Ryan and and uh, and so yeah I just kind of wanted to for one thing, just kind of see Bill where yep. he's at now and these like good, healthy, yes. like these situations are like good. And it's like this, there's something like peaceful and, yep. and right about this. That's just not at all where he was. Right. So to do that and also just to kind of honor these people yep. who are so, you know, like Jonathan and, and Ryan, yep. who are just so huge in, in Bill's life and faithful to continue yep. walking with him. Yeah, and then one other aspect we haven't even talked about is then using Jonathan and Sam's sermons. Yep. So then you had, was that, did you use two or three main sermons? There were two or, th- there were three at least, two of Sam's and one of One of Jonathan's. Jonathan, right? Mm-hmm. And then you had of John had Smith. two of pre- John Smith. Yep. And so then you just found these clips that helped either tell the gospel and they helped tell the story of what Bill was going through with mm-hmm. sin. And they were a great articulation of the gospel. Hmm, good. Yeah, that was something that it just felt like it kind of came together. I, I just felt like there. I I wanted something in there to kind of mix up. Yeah. What was going on in the movie to kind of yeah. Uh, I guess to kind of show and and tell the spiritual aspect of what was going on. Um, and so like when you're you know you're hearing Bill's story, but then I think Sam and Jonathan's sermons, uh, they kind of helped actually explain to people like what's going on spiritually you know what the yeah. spiritual side is of what's happening so yeah that's kind of the thought process yes, there's really as we think through all this there's a lot of layers isn't there yeah a lot is going on yeah. in the film you've got the sermons going on jesus's feet young bill this transition all the music there's mm-hmm. a lot happening you're feeling a lot but it really ties up well at the hmm. end yeah so you did a great job with that thank you yeah so tell us when's the film going to be released um, we're releasing online on uh, November seventeenth. So um, yeah, we're we're not trying to make money off it. That's not our goal. At all. We just want to get it out to as many people as possible. And so November seventeenth will be online for free on YouTube and Vimeo. You can find it um, if you just search metamorphosisfilm.com. It's available there, or if you just search Great Light Studios on YouTube, um, you can find it there. Um, we're hoping to maybe get it on Amazon or something like that, where it's more uh, the hope is that I hope people don't just sit down or yep. like like pull it up on their phones during work and right. try to watch it. I hope that people will 
sit down on yes. evening, you know, and, and sit down and really be able to engage in it. And so um, hopefully people's whatever apps they have are able to like pull yep. up the film yep. off YouTube on their on their TVs and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it will be available for free. And so we're, we're hoping that people will share it on yep. Facebook because we don't have much of a yep. marketing, but I mean, we, again, we have no marketing budget. It's just, if we do that, it's coming out of our um, own pockets. And so, but we want, we want to get this out in front of people yep. so that people who are in Bill's situation can easily find it. But help us understand, you and Faith, the reason there's not a budget, you guys are missionaries. And so you guys raise support, right? Right, yeah. You're full, you're supported. And so if somebody was compelled to watch, they actually could give towards the film, they could give. So how would somebody actually give to you guys mm -hmm. if they felt moved um, through this? They wanted to sow into you guys or sow in this film. How would that happen? Would that be yeah. through Disciple Nations or where would that happen? Yeah, so the way I'm making films is that we're raising monthly support. And so people, we kind of talk to people, people see what we're doing and they say, man, I want to be a part of that. I want to help that get done. And so there's several people you'll see in the credits. I mean, multiple people that were, if they hadn't decided they want to give to us on a monthly basis, this movie wouldn't have been made. But to make a movie, it takes a lot of time. I can't work a job and right. make full length films like this. And so, yeah, so people can go through disciplenations.net. Uh, is it .net? Yeah. Yeah. DiscipleNations.net. Um, actually, the easiest way is if you just go to greatlightstudios.com, there's a, there's a support, I think it's donate or support or yeah. partner page. You can just go right there. It gives instructions on how you can give. Uh, we also have a Patreon account. Um, so if you just go to patreon.com and search Great Light Studios, you can give there. Um, what's, your, what's your email so somebody could contact you? Yeah, so contact at greatlightstudios.com. Um, you can email if you just have questions. Um, but people that don't feel compelled, like they feel like God is wanting to wanting them to partner with us financially, um, you can partner with us in prayer because that's that's huge. That's bigger than than finances. Because if you're yeah. praying for us, God's right. gonna God's gonna yeah. provide. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how this movie is is gonna be used by God. I know mm -hmm. it will. I've got a lot of contacts from our old our former urban ministry days, and so I'm gonna share it with a lot of people, even in the prisons. It would be fun mm -hmm. to pray and see if um, this film could be, yeah. think about what prisons where a lot of guys are sitting right now. God's moving powerfully in the prisons. Yeah. So that would be a great opportunity as well there. Yeah, for sure. So this has been a two-year project. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling? Are you excited? Are you yeah. feeling tired? Or where are you? Yeah, um, you I'm kind of at the point now where it's more done. I've shown people where more restful, I think at this point, more restful. And so there, it, yeah, it was a, to say it was hard is the understatement yeah. of the century. Um, was this one of the hardest things you've done? Definitely the hardest project, the hardest video thing I've ever done. I've never wanted to quit and just not only quit yeah. a project, but to quit making movies. Yeah. And, and I was at that point for months, um, just like, it was yeah. just a hard, yeah, I just, I don't know what, what aspect of that is, you know, spiritual warfare right. against it. Um, there's just a lot going on. And so it was an intense time for a lot of people. Throughout yeah. This, so. A lot of stuff happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so, yeah, I feel, I just feel excited and just kind of like at a point where I just, I, I feel like I'm just kind of trusting the Lord yeah. to do with it what he wants. And it was a messy, messy process, a lot of ups and downs to get it done, but it's just, it's, yeah, it's a huge relief to finally be to the point where it is done, and yeah. and uh, the struggles of trying to figure it all right. out and get the story together and get it together uh, the right way. Um, yeah, 
that's something that um, I guess is probably a lot like giving birth, which right. I don't want to go, you know, right. like I, I'm not saying I, I've experienced birth pains. I don't want to make moms mad here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's one of those things where like in the middle of it, you're like, I'm never, yeah, I'm, never gonna I'm do done. That. Like I'll get this done maybe. And if I do, I'm done. Yeah. And, and now like you kind of forget the pain of, yeah. of bringing that all out and what, what all the yeah. process, you know, there's, like you mentioned, there's so many layers in right. the movie. And I know the reason that there's all those layers yeah. is, is because it, the Lord just, extended the the process and the time frame if if for whatever reason i would have been able to get it done in a month there i don't there wouldn't have been those layers yeah. those layers came progressively you know th through the things i was even going yeah. through in life it's like oh man this this thing could go in there and kind of yeah. add something to so yeah it's just cool to see how god worked it out and um yeah, if it if it blesses and impacts people, it will be because God is faithful yeah. and Amen. not because I did anything right. good. Just we're available. So what's next for Jordan and Great Light Studio as um, as we look to twenty twenty? What do you? Is there yeah. some things we should be looking for? Yeah, there's a couple little short shorter films that we'll be doing. I really want to tackle a couple of topics. Like one is the topic of suffering, perseverance, endurance. And so there's a little short. It'll be really short and simple that we're going to be putting out hopefully in the next couple months um, on a bigger scale, I really want to deal with the issue of lust and temptation. Okay. And to convey that in a way, again, that doesn't feel cheesy and that people can watch and resonate with and feel wow. like, man, this, this really gets it. This, this film really gets the struggle and the darkness. And, and so one of the things I, this is a film I wanted to make for wow. about a decade and some way I just felt stirred to communicate that 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 aspect that theme through a film and so i always think about lord of the rings where frodo's got the ring and right. every time the ring will kind of try yes. to grab him and it just yes. gets that dark deep you know the 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 sound effects and everything that yeah. just kind of conveys how how dark that ring is and how how evil it is and just the the how frodo's like so like drawn right. to it and he can't help it and so to kind of convey that like in a in you know in a similar fashion i guess to like to get across to people like this is, this isn't a trivial thing. Yeah, you know, I think our society, our our uh, culture, kind of has made it just normal. Like yeah. it's just sexual sin and failure is just kind of normal. Yeah, I, I hope to convey like just the evil that's behind it, the so spiritual even, wickedness that's it, behind it. And, yeah, even into the pornography industry, do you do you go that far, or when when you talk, what what are some of the ideas you're even thinking through in that? One one of the ideas I I hope I think would be powerful. I I, I feel excited about is to maybe use some of Proverbs where it's okay. a father yes. talking to a son yes. and saying, "My son," and he's warning him, and and he's saying like. There's, there's good, there's blessing in going this way. And he's acknowledging the struggle of, of it. He's acknowledging the struggle of the forbidden woman tempting him and, and her, her words that are as smooth yeah. as honey, you know. And, uh, but he says like, yeah, there's pleasure there, my son, but the end of it is death. Her path yeah. is like, basically, you go that way, you're walking down the staircase to hell. Yeah. Is this kind of the words he uses. It's like you're going to a terrible place. Yeah. And so... Yeah, I don't know how that'll all come yeah, together, but that, to that's one of the ones. Bit. Yeah, that's one of the ones I'm excited about. So, yeah. Well, let me as we close. Let me pray for you and just close this time. Yes. So, Lord, we thank you for for Great Light Studio. We thank you for Jordan, and just his his passion from a young man to make stories. And as you've gripped his heart for the gospel 
He wants to tell um, story and to tell your story, Jesus. So we pray a blessing on Jordan, the film, um, this, this release date coming up over, over Bill, um, his life, God. And uh, yeah, just use this story. We pray many would come in to know, the, um, to know you, Jesus, and many into the kingdom, whether it's through the, in the prisons, um, those that have been so broken that thought, God, maybe there's no way to find you. Would you release mm-hmm. forgiveness through them? And so we pray your blessing on this film. Mm-hmm. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, good job, Jordan. Thank you. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for doing this.